question a lot of the time doing my behind-the-scenes stuff that I do and whatnot stuff. Do you even want to worry about box office stuff with, the, with these ones since they're both streaming and <laughs> yeah, 20, not, yeah, 20 releases, 2021 releases? It's just called Long Shot. <laughs> Duh. Carlton. Yeah, we'll do all the boys we love before. Uh, yeah. yeah we are I didn't take a lot of notes. I need to start taking notes, but I keep multitasking. Well, uh, I, I did notes because I was like, I'm watching the two movies right back to back, and I, I didn't want to get them notes, confused. Though. And it, honestly, they are com- like they are similar. I oh, mean, yeah. they like it's a teenage love story. Yeah, they're a similar genre. So it, I mean, there's different. Feel. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay, you ready? Yep. Welcome to all the boys we love before. I'm boy number one, Austin. And I'm boy number two, Carlton. We, uh, we're now to all the boys we love before podcast. Yep. Um, that's what we do. We only record. <laughs> yeah. We're still, we decided to do a trilogy. Oh, this is our second trilogy. Oh, the, da, 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 the first da, da, one was uh, Bridget Jones. Huh? Yeah, we, we have completed a second trilogy. There's not a lot of rom-com trilogies out there. No, they're not. So, uh, you think they'll do it with Crazy Rich Asians? Because it's a trilogy book. Yeah, I think they talked about it, and it was successful enough, yeah. I would think. But, uh, wow, they did it. Yeah. 2018, the first one came out. No, yeah, 2018. Yeah. Third one came out in uh, 2021. Second one came out in 2020. It's weird how quickly those two came. Yeah. They must have. Well, no, because it's the. So th- this third one, Forever and Always, is that what it's called? Yeah. To All the Boys I Loved Before, Forever and Always. Uh, same director as the first one, and you can tell it's it's better. Yeah, it's a better movie than it the is. second one. Much we better. We tore the second one to pieces. Yes, we did. Not to pieces, but there was annoying things about it. Uh, this one though, I it's okay. It's kind of boring. Yeah, there's points. Like I said, it's it's definitely better than the second one. Just definitely not better than the first one. <laughs> yeah, the first one is just so fun and lighthearted, yeah. and this is like uh. I don't know. It like they just they just stopped worrying about the love the letter. Yeah. And how fun that how much tension that brought. Yeah. And they're trying to find new ways of finding tension and I thought the second movie had a good idea where the letters like were still causing this tension but they just wasn't executed well. Yeah. And this one they're like, um, you know what, the tension, let's just see if they go to college together or not. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's good. Yeah. Uh I think the ending's terrible. It's bad. It, they, they. Uh, I mean, we're gonna spoil the crap out of this movie. It's pretty fresh still, so <clears throat> sorry. Spoilers if, ahead. Yeah, spoilers. Well, we can give our thoughts, I guess, first. So let's no spoilers yet. Let's give our give them our give them our thoughts, um, and and then we can spoil. Okay. Um, this is kind of an emergency release, so we did uh, safety not guaranteed, and then we kind of referenced the next movie after safety guaranteed next. This is not the movie we watched after, so a little out of order recording-wise. You can figure out the dates if you want to. Yeah. But, um, I think our people are used to it by now. If you're new, though, yeah, this is sure. just how we roll. This is how we roll, boys. Because we're the boys now. To all the boys we loved before. Um, I think this movie is competent. I think the writing... Confident? Competent. Oh, competent. I think yes. it's confident, too. I, I just think the writing needed help like yeah. 
It needed a punch up. It needed to be funnier. I think the funniest parts were the youngest sister, and I actually think she's gonna go. I, like I was impressed with her for yeah. being a child actress. I think she's the, in all three is one of the best parts. And not only that, but I, I man, I should look up her name. But she, um, she just like usually when kid actresses, especially like her age, hits starts hitting puberty and stuff, it just gets it gets a little weird. Yeah. Like they can't continue to act as well, or maybe they continue to be great actresses, but I hope she like, she had good facial um, animation and stuff that mm-hmm. really, you know, like was interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that's definitely, I even think about it in that way. That's the, the humor was much less, it was more dramatic. Yeah, it's it's way more dramatic. It's oh, there's a cat in the window. It left. Her name's Anna Car- Cathcart, by the way. Yeah, the the humor is just not really there. Everything that was humor, mean humored. It's very like kind of mean spirited movie. I felt well, just the humor of it. I felt like. I'm trying to think particular what you're Well, it's just like the sisters like just jabbing at each oh, other yeah. is really the humor. Yeah. There's like the party in New York. Uh, I'm sure that was in the trailer. I didn't watch the trailer. So they they kind of travel a little bit in this movie, which is also a little frustrating. Um, they, like, get a bigger budget in this movie, and they use this budget for three scenes. Yeah. So they go to Korea, which is, like, two scenes, and then they go to New York, which is, like, three scenes. And I don't know if the pandemic affect that or if, like, they just, that's what they wrote. Yeah. But either way, I just don't think they use those areas very well. And I was actually hoping they would stay in New York through the whole movie. Yeah. I thought that would be really interesting compared to staying in California or wherever they yeah. are. Yeah, it plays, takes place in California, right? Yeah, I think so. So, um, yeah, I, I think this movie's fine. Yeah. It's it's a, it's it's not like it's it's not as competent as the first movie. It's not as fun as the first movie. Uh, it's better than the second, and it's not really a good uh, like uh, tight bow on no. the series for me. I honestly, the ending was very unsatisfying. Yeah, they tried to make. I don't know. There was. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about it. What about you? Oh, you're I'm, writing something. I'm just looking up stuff. Oh yeah. But I'm multitasking. So Come I'm on, like, Carlton. Multitasking. I'm about the same. I. I mean, it was entertaining enough. I smiled enough. It was. I, like one of the things I noticed, they did they did a good job with the soundtrack. In my opinion, it like vibe yeah. wise, it, oh. it worked well. Except for their song, I hate that song. Oh really? It is the most repetitive song. Oh, it is really time. repetitive. It's they like, use it too much for sure. Not only does, but because of how repetitive the song is, it's like they used it too much and it's repetitive. So it just like it's yeah. just white noise. And Brittany and I, my wife and I, were making fun of it at the end. We were just like. Hey Brittany, will you be my t- today? Beginning, tomorrow? oh, beginning, beginning, my middle, and my end. Yeah, it's beginning, just like that. Middle, the end. Yeah, that's repeated over and over yeah. and over. It's very like very indie. It is very indie, but that does not make it a good yeah. song. Well, it's just I won't get too much. In, like, there's a lot of like popular indie music tends to be pretty repetitive. Yeah, you're right. I Bleachers is my favorite, like one of my top favorite bands of all times, and he's pretty repetitive. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I like the like the if. Sorry, tangent. You were no. It's, it's good music, and I said yeah. no. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I think it's overall like there is good music. The underscoring it. of the way more of the vibe and actual like songs they did a good job with 
the the level of which the music actually went with the energy of the movie. And I feel yeah. like they did a good job because it's hard to. I have a harder time with soundtrack to movies rather than I prefer a score. Yeah. Although with rom coms, it's hit or miss. Yeah, it's very but, true. So soundtracks really like they're hard for me. And this one, I feel like for kind of using they didn't use like a lot of popular songs. I know there was a kind of couple scenes where they used more popular songs. It was more like the karaoke scene in the beginning. Yeah. Other than that. So I feel like it was... What was the karaoke song? Um, I don't remember. It was It was popular, though. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. But so for me, it felt more like a score in that sense. So I, I enjoyed that. I appreciated that aspect. There's a lot more like ethereal feeling pop music than yeah. just songs for sake of having songs. Yeah. So we'll just... It I was mean, too long. The movie? Yeah. Agreed. I agree. It's just shy of two hours. Uh, what's frustrating to me, too, is it's two hours long and it's not satisfying. Yeah. Like, they... I don't, it's, it is all over the place. I didn't know the main tension. You don't know the name, the main tension of this movie till about 30 minutes in. Yeah. Like it's not until they're trying to figure out where to go into college and they talk about going to college that first 30 minutes, but I thought it was because she was in Korea and he, he was in America and that was going to be the tension Yeah. a little bit or, or, or something from now on, let's just spoil the movie. So we're going to spoil it from now on. But, uh, yeah, that I it's the time is used terribly, and I think again, I think it's just writing problems. I think the structure of this movie is weird. Yeah, because there's a lot of things that like they like start talking about, like the stuff with the mom at the beginning. Like there could have been interesting, something interesting done with that, where that with the whole locket and everything. Yeah, because then they use that. she uses that as like a thing, and then it's done. <laughs> yeah, and they kind of talk about the mom in the second one more. And you're right. I think it would have been more interesting that we should have been more attached to the mom, either from the first or second movie, but we never are. And like just that the relationship with parents, because there's even a lot of potential with um, his dad, because he's really, I don't remember that relationship being bad. I don't remember that relationship at all in the other movies the with dad. his dad, with uh, oh, Peter's dad. He, yeah, he's just in, I don't either, and he just shows up in this movie. Yeah. It's Elliot from E.T. Elliot. That's the dad. Oh. Yeah, his name's uh, uh, Henry Thomas. Henry Thomas is in this. Elliot, he's in all of the new um, Haunting of Bly Manors and Haunting of Hill House, too. And Yeah, Elliot. But, like, because there's a lot of interesting ideas they could have gone with like this. They alluded to it to a couple times with these relationships with parents, which could have been way more interesting. And Why even weird. touch it? Yeah. You know, like, they didn't set it up. Like you said, they didn't set it up in the first two movies. So why touch it? Just yeah. like, just leave it alone. And it, it didn't even have to, like, it helped him and it helped uh, Peter encourage him to, like, let Laura Jean go a little bit. But yeah. it's like, it. other than that, it's it's just felt manipulative, yep. I guess. Um, I don't know. It, yeah. It's uh, the lock. And then also, this was... This was funny, but uh, I noticed that the lock... So Laura Jean gave Peter a lock when she got home. Did you notice that? Yeah, that's what I, I brought that up. That's the last For of the it. mom. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, yeah, they never bring it back. But also the lock had a heart on it, and then it had a heart underneath the lock, and it looked like a set of balls, like, hanging down from... <laughs> I didn't notice that. I'll have to post a picture or something. <laughs> it's freaking weird. Um, okay, so let's talk. They go to Korea. So yeah. this is the movie. They go to Korea. They come home. They go to New York. They come home. Why? Yeah. Okay. Other than the fact that Laura Jean gets convinced, the the Korean thing didn't bother me. It's like they always talked about in the other two movies that she wanted to visit Korea. Yeah, it makes sense. To Korea. 
it was 30 minutes of the movie. It's fine. Even less. It's like yeah. 15, 20 minutes. They had a big budget. You can tell that they have a big budget. Oh, yeah. So they spend the money and they go to Korea. Very cool. Interesting, cool thing. They talk about their mom for five seconds. Like you said, never brought up again. So there's yeah. some other than the one thing that they bring up is the dad's like, I think I'm going to marry. Oh, uh, yeah. The, our neighbor. Uh, I, I've always. Trina. Not, I enjoyed that small little storyline. The best part of the second movie, in my opinion, is yeah. the, the dad and Trina getting together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Covey, John Corbett, and uh, Trina's played by Sarah Yu Blue. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's been a while. I should listen back to I should have listened back to episode two before I uh, talked about this, but that's OK. Um so they, she, the dad comes up and says, hey, guys, I, I want to marry her. Are you guys okay with that? And they were like, of course, of course, of course. The oldest sister's kind of not okay with it, but again, they never expand on it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because they're like, I don't know. It's just another manipulative try, try to make them cry moment. Yeah. It's silly. Because then they have, so the wedding happens in the movie and there's a moment that they have, but you don't feel anything for that. Yeah, because it's like a, throwaway line on, yeah. the, on the stoop of their house it's, yeah. it's silly um okay so there's that so then they come home and then there is that cute moment where the dad is asking her to get like they should get married yeah i love that moment very good moment i agree i think it's one of the again it's not like it's just little too it's just a tender moment i think this director is really good and i think he has like he'll go far in hollywood I just don't think this movie... I think this movie just moved too quickly. Yeah. He didn't have enough... Like, the writers didn't have enough time, or he didn't have enough time to make it or something. He didn't make the second one, so maybe he was, like, trying to make it in between. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, good moment. And then they're... Uh, Laura Jean's trying to figure out if she's getting into Stanford or yeah. not. That's Is it a, Stanford? That, yeah. Because yeah. that's where he's, he's got has a lacrosse, lacrosse... Scholarship, yeah. yeah. Through Stanford. He's and not so going to start. Yeah. yeah. So their whole plan was for them to both go to Stanford. Yes. And that's where the tension, the tension. Yeah. I'm using quotes because it's not very. Well, it's still not. The tension isn't really there yet because they're just trying to figure out if she made it or not. Yeah. So that's the first 30 minutes of the movie is if they're trying to figure out if she, she made it to Stanford or not. Mm-hmm. Um, she Then they go to New York. Do they figure out? They don't find out if they're going. She finds out in New York if she got accepted to Stanford or not. It's before. It is before, okay. Because she breaks it. Because they have that scene You're where right. he, because they do the reference to say anything. There's a couple of uh, rom-com references in this. Yeah, I wrote meta, and it's like the first, oh, right after Korea, they do some rom-com references, like some meta references, but it's never really brought up again, <laughs> yeah. except for my the song. Is that part? No, they don't even talk about it again, but it's not really brought up again. I thought it'd be more meta, the entire yeah. movie, but it's not, because I did write that down. Yeah, it would have been fun. Um, yeah, so he, so she, so the way that that gets broken to him is, so she's bummed to tell him, mm-hmm. and her sister and her got in a fight over it as well, Yeah, and she accidentally text, her te- sister was like, is everything okay? Yeah, everything's, um, I don't remember the exact phrasing. He of says it. like, did you make it in? Yeah. And the sister said like, hey, you could go. Uh, you could go somewhere else. You don't have to go to Stanford. Like, there's other expands, and she's like, "Yes, I know," or so, it's something like, yeah, something I, don't, yes. I don't remember. She says pretty much yes. Yes, I did, or something. Yeah, but it had to do with both texts in a way. Yeah, I don't remember what her. But text she sent it to Peter on accident. And so he's excited. He makes a big deal of it. 
takes her out to, like he does the whole um say anything and like that's said, a callback that's, we yeah, saw it is. that movie. It was a, it was a, I I thought that the way that that was shot and everything was a fun little yeah, that, that was fun. How he's all excited. He like dresses up his Jeep in Stanford. He he's holding his phone up as the boombox. He takes him out to the the restaurant they always go to. Yep. But she's trying to break it to him the whole time, and she doesn't know how because of how excited he is. And at this point, I thought this was the tension of the movie. And again, I was like, oh my gosh, another lying movie. Like I really was like, I am so sick of them just lying in every rom com at this point. Yeah. But glad I'm glad it wasn't. Yeah. That was that was a positivity, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's, yeah. Because so then this jumps us back to New York, and that's where she breaks it to him. They 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 go out after curfew, or whatever, and yeah. go just around New York at and, a restaurant. Yeah, like a cupcake or a cookie. Yeah. There's a lot of cupcakes and cookies in this movie. Because Laura Jean loves to cook. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So and they, they so go- she breaks it to them there. Yeah. So they're in New York, and, and they're, like, arguing back and forth. And this is, like, I wrote, oh, this is the love triangle. Is like, should she, between her, Peter, and college. So she gets accepted to UC Berkeley, which is about an hour or two away from, from uh, Stanford. Yeah. And she's kind of excited. She's like, you know, we can make this work. Peter says, like, oh, you know, it's only an hour drive. We will see each other on the weekends. You can transfer your freshman year. Look, we can make this work. That's what happens in New yeah. York. And they're like, she's like, great, great. That sounds awesome. Well, then they break up into groups the next day, and they're supposed to explore the city with their, their chaperones. And Laura Jean uh, goes to an NYU party. Or she gets like she doesn't get toured of the campus, but she is interested that like NYU's in the middle of the city. Yeah, they're like at um, some park. So we're not from New York. I've been in New York, but yeah. so people. So from Manhattan New York, and NYU are very. Yeah, they're they're intertwined. Yeah. Um. So sorry if we're not like geologically, you know, up on our knowledge with yeah. New York and NYU, but uh, so they the counselor invites her to this nyu party norman jean's like nah, i don't or laura jean's like no nah, i don't know uh i already got accepted to, you know i'm already accepting my chances to go to berkeley i'm gonna go to berkeley i know a lot of it has to do so it's the girl from the second movie where she has a lot more ten, jen or whatever her name is yeah so she's going to nyu she's in the first one too isn't yeah, she she's the one who records the bl- the the blowjob or whatever yeah. or the yeah, i don't know if i'm allowed to say blowjob bj is that better? <laughs> um, and Chris, Chrissy, whatever, Chris, she goes by Chris, Laura Jean's best friend, yeah. and this Jen girl are cousins but don't like each other. So that's a lot of the weird. Yeah, the, all three of them are in all three movies. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, I'm going to NYU. Uh, the Chris, is that her name? Is that what you said? Jen. Jen. Jen was yeah, Chris f- is the best friend. Yeah. Genevieve. Genevieve. Yeah, Genevieve is going to NYU. She's like, oh, maybe, you know, this is sounding cooler and cooler, and the yeah. city's really cool. So they go to the party. Well, uh, Chris isn't going to any college. She's going to Puerto Rico or whatever to yeah. help people. And so they go to this party, and, and Laura Jean loves it. It's like the best thing she's done. Actually, I think that's a fun, very fun scene where they, like, steal the couch and... Mm-hmm. And uh, they have the party on the rooftop. Yeah, it was well shot. Like the, yeah, it's, it's like the, there's a lot of these very charming moments in this movie, which yeah. makes it enjoyable enough to and, get through. <laughs> but it just doesn't tie in as well yeah. as you'd like. So. I actually, again, I think the rest of the movie should have just taken place in New York. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been more fun, and maybe the pandemic stopped that. Like it could have. That probably was the idea. And then they're like, "Crap, we can't do that. We got to just record in a studio." Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, if that's the case, that's that. You know, that sucks. It's a yeah. feel-bad moment. Uh, 
So then she goes back home and she's kind of disappointed. She's like, I don't know. I got, I mean, I put in an application in NYU. I don't know if I got in or not. And they're talking to Peter and they're just, I don't know this moment. They're just arguing back and forth. Should I go to college? Should I, what should I do? Or whatever. And one thing I feel like a good writing aspect was it was once she kind of had that moment in New York or she had that, that falling in love with the city thing, they did a good job of making that an undertone. Yeah, they the, did. That was a well-written undertone where she had conversations with her dad. And yeah, like, yeah, the and sister. And with her sister, like, that that part of the writing, I feel like was well done. Yeah, and she's, like, asking her younger sister, like, how much if, would you miss me if I did go to New York and stuff? And that there's that moment at the very end where she's like, I'd miss you at 12, and it, that was so good. Yeah. And, again, it's that young, that young yeah. girl. She's the, a great actress. Kind of where that tie in. Before she said she'd miss her at four. Yeah. Laura Jean's like, well, you said you'd miss... Our older sister, 6.9 or whatever. Margot, yeah. I was, I was young then, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so, yeah, at the end when she finally admits. So, her sister wasn't, like... She's in she, Ireland. Yeah, older sister. So, the younger sister that we um, were talking about, she ended up putting her in charge of her college stuff because once she, she actually looked at Berkeley, she actually got accepted. So, like, you're just in charge of my college stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to look at anything yeah. else. So, she actually hid the fact that she was going to... that she got accepted in NYU for because she's she'd miss her so much um so that's like a lot of the undertone and then the other undertone is like or the other part that's sad is their seniors which <laughs> i wrote this down like um uh it, it's i wrote it, it it takes place in 2021 question mark yeah that was and and it's like it's this weird man we live in such a weirdo world right now right where like we're through the we're in a pandemic like all through 2020 and but in this movie the pandemic never took place it's just it's just 2021 yeah it's just that was weird and so yeah man it's a, it was bizarro because to watch that in this movie i would have assumed because i know that because these are books they're based off books that were written i don't know if these two ago. movies are though are they I, I, it's a trilogy of books oh okay i didn't know that um i would have assumed whatever dates were using those books is what they just would have done yeah <laughs> but they didn't that was, that was weird that threw me off when they said class of 2021 i was like Hold on, what? <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm sure the director and all the producers were all thinking the same thing, but it's like, what else do you do? You just forget that it ever happened, I guess. Um, but like, yeah, it's bizarro world that uh, to all the boys live in where the pandemic never happened. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. interesting. So uh, there's like prom, they're writing in their yearbooks, all that kind of stuff happens. There's like cute moments of people asking people to prom, which is kind of fun. Like there's this moment where like this kid is dancing in the middle of the field with umbrellas, asking this girl to prom. Very cute. Yeah, Yeah, it was fun. Really well choreographed. Um, and I know I'm not a dancer, so it could be really crappy. They all kind of asked. I don't remember how, but yeah. So the way that they end up going is that scene earlier where he was excited about Stanford's. He used the restaurant's way to ask her a prom. Right. Right. So that happened earlier. They're fight. They're kind of fighting a little bit in this moment too. Like she takes him out bowling and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So they go on a date. I don't remember. Everything whole... after New York's a blur. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't remember the whole like reasoning for it. I think because of. So in New York, they knew that there's going to be their plans had got changed. So yeah. she wanted to do something normal. So she, he's really into, like that was one of the things that happened. In other movies, is he's really into movies. She's really into books. She she wanted to make a date based off of his favorite movie. One of his favorite movies, it's like so the Big go, Lebowski. Yeah, so they go bowling, and she makes some shirts and bowling outfits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and 
also they're like preparing for the wedding. So those are like the three big things happening. Yeah. So the sister, I think like the sis, the youngest sister tells Laura Jean that she got accepted to the NYU. Yeah. And she, that's when she like talks to her sister about it. Her dad, we already kind of talked about this, but we never officially like, that's yeah. what happened in the story. So they, she then decides that she's going to go to NYU. She's like, it's going to happen. So she, um, tells Peter this, Laura Jean tells Peter and Peter's upset. It's like, it's not going to happen. Like we're not going to prom together. Or this is after prom, right? Because they do go to prom together. It just feels distant. Yeah, I'm trying to remember where. I'm trying to remember where you're talking about the movie. Where? <laughs> so just to real, just so we can get ourselves calibrated. After prom, they break up. Yes. But to... do they tell? I think she tells him before prom. Yeah. Yeah, but they say like we could still make it work. Yeah. No, that can't be true. Maybe I'll look up the Wikipedia. Yeah. But, uh... Um, so anyway, what happens is we'll get it straightened out. So they go to prom, and afterwards, they sneak into her house. That's always been kind of a thing. It's like, he's always been a very respectful curfew. Yes. So they go in. Looks like they're gonna, they're gonna do it. And right before she gives, gives him a gift, that she wanted him to, like... He wanted her to write one of her love letters in his yearbook. And so she decided to kind of go through all her stuff and make this box of things that she kept her letters in for him. So they break up before prom. Prom causes them to want to have sex in their they break bedroom. Up prom. Yeah, decides they... to break up with her on prom night. Oh, they, so it's right. They break up after prom night, but on the same day. Okay. She tells Peter though before prom that she's going to go to NYU. That's okay. That's what I meant to say. Okay, so they tell. Laura Jean tells Peter that she, she's going to NYU before prom. They go to prom. It's kind of weird. He wins the king, prom king uh, with some other girl. Feels distance. Laura Jean's like, oh, he just wants to be with his friends anyways. Like he'll, it's kind of looks like, oh, he'll have more fun without me anyways. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They go to her house and she, he's like, oh, you know, curfew's about to happen. You sure? And he's, she says, oh, you know, just don't make my, don't let my dad find out. They're about to to do it, which, again, I uh, again, you guys weren't listening. We're not, I, we're gonna edit a lot of this out. But uh, I wrote, it's refreshing how they treat sex in this movie. I'll say that like it feel like most rom coms, um, they just are like, yeah, let's just, you know, sex is just another thing in life. Yeah. Where like this movie is pretty refreshing of like, they wait and it's gonna they're only gonna do it like they're gonna be together and whatnot, mm-hmm. which is. Just a, a refreshing take on it. Yeah. They, they've been together this whole time. They've never done more than kiss, they've said in the yeah. movie. So I thought that was... And it worked, like, it was... It worked well for with the story. Oh, yeah, for sure. It because, wasn't... like, they kind of go behind each other's back a lot through these three movies, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, They're about to do it, and then Peter's like, no, we can't... Like, let's just... I just want to break up, because you're going to NYU. I'm going to be here at Stanford... It's it's a two two day drive. It's not gonna work. Yeah, and everyone's sad. Yep. So then it's the wedding, which the time frame on this movie is weird. It's like so is the wedding the day after prom or is it like feel week after prom? I don't know. Is it yeah. after graduation? Because I think there's like a graduation moment in between there yeah. even, which isn't that good, and uh, it's very forgettable. There's nothing there. They're back to. 
were splitting. They're back together when they graduate, so that is later. Oh, they are? Yeah. So it happens after the wedding. Yeah. Because they, they only get back together during the wedding. Because Peter texts her and says, hey, can I cut, should I come to the wedding? Yeah, because he's close to the family. And Norma Jean said yes, and then erased it, and was like, no, probably shouldn't. Yeah. And so he doesn't come until the very end. He comes, and they come to the... T- the wedding's fun, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, it's not what I thought the movie would build up, to, or three movies... I didn't think three movies were building up to the dad getting married. Yeah. But it's fine. You know, it's a it's a good conclusion for the dad, I guess. Oh, yeah. And the family liked her. So I will point that out. Yeah, and, like, this is where, like, I liked it, and it was enjoyable, but it was, like, the way that... Because she... It still kind of does this, like, side note thing where she's kind of, like, writing a letter about the situation. It, it continues that little trope throughout this. And she talks about how their love stories go different ways. Yes. She, she, they use that opportunity, which I thought was kind of weird. But, I don't know. Maybe it worked better than I thought. Yeah. And it's it was <laughs> My wife and I joke that, like, during the movie, they're like, let's just make a low-key wedding and this is like the biggest key wedding you could have at that age like it's beautiful it's this yeah. big old tent in their backyard a lot it's of like people a lot of people beautiful food it's um catered the the money was spent on clothing easily like there is something i do appreciate like so there's a lot of little details this director i think did a good job with so throughout it she's trying to make she wants to make the wedding cake and that's <laughs> one of the things i noticed this and uh so there's a lot of just like little, it's kind of her way of like coping through the, the breakup. And so there's a lot of good conversations she has with, uh, with Trina, Trina. Yeah. Trina. I think her name is. And her dad. Yeah. And her dad's just always supportive because he just likes her cooking. And he says, why don't you just make cookies? She's like, no, it has to be a cake. Yeah. And then the wedding cake is a tower of cookies with like a little thing. of Yeah. Cake it said like, uh, Laura Jean's wedding cake cookies. I yeah. Think is what they were called. And like, like I noticed just, that. They, there's a lot of little details that just add a lot of charm to the film. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I noticed that too. And I think the wedding is, is really good. It, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Um, so at mm. the end of the wedding, they don't clean up anything. They leave candles burning. Um, and yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like when, they could have blown out the candles at least. Yeah. Because the wedding's done. Yeah. <laughs> and then the little sister says, hey, I, Lord Jean, you should go check in the tent. I wonder, did they not? Because, yeah. Yeah, candles were burning. It was weird. <laughs> I was like, because the only thing that would make sense is maybe they were blown off on camera and she went about and let him, I don't know. Maybe, it was weird. Maybe Peter. Yeah, we'll maybe. just say Peter. Sure, that would make the most sense and be the safest thing, especially <laughs> with all the especially, fired hazards yeah, with on there. In California, especially. Yeah. Um, so Laura Jean goes out to the tent because the sister tells her to and Peter's there. And they start having a conversation about like, hey, I wrote you, I wrote in your yearbook and it's a contract saying that will love each other always and forever, which is so frustrating. That part frustrated me because Laura Jean is the writer of yeah. the letters. <laughs> but now we're letting Peter write the letter that says always and forever. That yeah. now clearly from the book is supposed to say always and forever, comma, Laura Jean yeah. is from the book. Yeah. It's fine. The The ending, the ending is so unsatisfying. It's, it's not even funny because... Like, then they're like, we're di- most couples would break up by, you know, by the f- end of the four years, but not, not Laura, Jean, and Peter. And yeah. it's like, don't be dumb. Yeah. Like, this is dumb. This could have been... Here's two things with me where I'm like, I hope this is where it goes. It didn't go the other direction. They could make it a fourth movie. Maybe. They could. They could keep going. They could. Guess we'll see. 
Um, as long as they made it more satisfying, it would be worth it. But yeah, these—I mean, these movies are so successful. Yeah. What um, were you gonna say? Part of me almost like just for like the way because I don't know how I would have ended it, but like almost having them break up would have just been an interesting. Sub- I think so too. Like just it would just subverted ex- expectations. What I'm looking for, or I think would have been an interesting thing is have them stay broken up, and then she writes a letter again or something like that down the road. Like yeah, a year or two later, she's yeah. in NYU. She he Peter has a letter in her hand. Yeah. Hand. Oh, that would have been so yeah, good. something Carlton, like that. That gave me chills. <laughs> That's a good idea, man. Yeah, something along those lines. Like it just would have been much more satisfying with the whole trope of her writing these letters. And then we got what we got. I was hoping I could find the monologue because I would love to read it. Um, the letter? The last, like, monologue. Oh, thing. yeah. That just... Because it is bad. It's, it's like so bad. It's like, we. It's kind of what I said. So this is the end of the movie. Yeah. Is that, like, she's like, well, I decided to go to NYU, and, and Peter decided to st- go to Stanford, and we know we're, we're a long ways away, and a lot of people won't be rooting us for four years, but guess what? We're not like a lot of people. We're Laura Jean and Peter. And it's like, what? That's what, no, no. It's yeah. the wrong message. But like, I, it was satisfying to see Laura Jean go to NYU. Like, yeah. I was happy for her that yeah. she decided to not miss that opportunity. Yeah, I'm I agree. Glad, I'm glad um, Peter got to go to Stanford on the, on the, uh, what is it? The scholarship. scholarship. Thank you. <laughs> We didn't talk about this either. Well, we've talked about it in past episodes, but again, like we're going to record two up. Ep- we always record two episodes, but, uh, it's just more, uh, did you finish your thought? Sorry. I'm yeah. Like, I'm, there wasn't a real thought there. So you're good. Um, it's just like how the industry is moving towards rom-coms is they have to be at the age of 16. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're making a rom-com, it has to be young. Yeah. You have to be high school age. And I don't know why, like, I don't know if that's just who watches rom-coms or 16-year-olds, 15, 14-year-olds. I don't know. But we're, uh, yeah, our next movie's the same way. Like, it's just yep. a rom-com with young young people. Yeah. Which is, it's just fine. I'm, I'm not trying to be that old man telling people to get off my yard. Yeah. But, like, you look at rom-coms from the 90s, they look way older. Yeah. They're all older. So, it's interesting. But we know rom-com industry's dying, and it's just gonna be dead after the pandemic. It's dead. Like, honestly. It's just a niche now. You'll never see a rom-com in a movie theater again, I think. I think they will always be released on a streaming service. Yeah. There'll be very rare instances where a rom-com comes out on a movie theater. And it's going to be from, like, Martin Scorsese or, uh, you know, like a big up-tour director. A tour? A tour director. Yeah. So it's not, not going to be from, like, Disney. Like, Disney's not going to release a rom-com in movie theaters. It's going to go on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So, whatever. What was your... Okay, you want to do two truths and a lie? There's just not a lot, so hopefully I can... Well, dinner's not ready for another 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> We're pretty much done with this. Just some nice. Final thoughts, so... Anyways, do you, re- do you recommend the trilogy? Do you recommend them watching the first movie, then the second and third, before we move on? I have a really hard time with that. I think a no. Yeah. I think there's an age group that you're okay with. Dudes. The first movie's worth watching. The boys our age? No. Probably not. No. I think the first movie's a lot of fun. Watch yeah. it. You don't need to watch the second and third. Who cares? The first one's got a good satisfying ending. Yeah. I don't know, man. The first one is fun. 
the second and third are just fine, I guess. This I definitely went that. back to more of that filming style, the first one. Yeah, it had a lot of energy, mm-hmm. and that was lost within the... I forgot about the, that. The filmography. For being a boring film, it was visually well done. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of like handwritten stuff going on mm-hmm. in it, and that was And like how lost. liked using the technology, and that was... You didn't see that very much in the second one at all. Yeah, the letter-writing stuff was just lost in the second yeah. and third. It's like the the um, Bridget Jones Diary. Mm-hmm. So it, it's interesting how, like, first movies, they experiment a little bit, and they're like, yeah, it works, it works. And then they're like, hmm, what worked about the first movie? It wasn't the energy. It was, like, the love. And it's like, no. Yeah. It's fine, but, like, yeah, the best parts are the that cool, fun, fast comedy and writing and editing. Not always. That isn't always the case. I don't know. So uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend the, the trilogy either. I would recommend the first one. You know, and and watch something else. Watch another. Watch the movie we're going to talk about in a few weeks, because I'm not going to release that one for a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what's coming out now. Thirteen going on thirty. Is that it? That would be the next after, be after safety this. not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, watch thirteen going on thirty. Sure. Okay, two truths and a lie. Oh. We'll see how this goes. Two truths and a lie. You said I wasn't going to sing, and here I am singing. Two <laughs> truths and a lie. We should come up with a theme song for that. So yeah, a like, little jingle. I love that. Let's do it. I'll kay. make one. Works for me. Maybe I'll edit that singing into a jingle. Or if someone wants to do it for us. Works for me. <sighs> you think I would since I'm a musician, but... If you guys want to handwrite us letters, too, go ahead. Feel free. Our, our address is... P.O. Box 62, Idaho. P.O. Box? (laughs) (laughs) How much is a P.O. Box? I don't know. I don't know either. No, we don't have anywhere to handwrite us letters. If you want to handwrite us letters, I will figure it out. So email us at romcomdudes at gmail.com. Okay. Oh, no. We're the boys now (laughs) that we loved before or something. Okay. Our first fact. So there's three locations that we see on camera. Oh. California. New York, York, South Korea. Yes, Korea. They were shot all in those locations. Okay, that's the first. All right. That's the first one. The author, um, what's her name? I just lost it because there's two facts. Better. Jenny Han, Han, Jenny yeah. Han, mm-hmm. makes a cameo as the principal in the flashback of when they have their cute meet. Oh. I forgot about that, that scene. Keep going on your thought, but I would like to talk about what the, you just said in just a minute. But okay. The cute meet. Yes. <laughs> Not even the cue me, but like they reminisce about the second and the first movie so much in this movie and it's annoying as crap. Okay, go ahead. So that was the second fact. And the third fact is one of Laura Jean's notebooks is a movie. There are movie titles and one of them is X-Men Apocalypse. I think you read that. So I'm going to say that's the truth. I'm going to say the lie is the three shootings. Yeah. Really? So they shot New York in L.A.? They shot. They did shoot in New York. They did shoot in Korea, but then they shot in Canada, oh, Vancouver for New York. No, they shot in New York. No, they shot in New York and Korea for those locations. But every all the California stuff is, is in Vancouver. Canada. Yeah, hmm. that makes sense. So okay. Yeah. So apparently, I haven't seen X Men Apocalypse, but Largine is Jubilee. Yes, I did know that. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I mean, X Men Apocalypse is one of the worst, like bad. Yeah, X-Men. I haven't seen. That. I've heard that it's. Um, it's freaking weird, and it's not the worst X-Men movie, but it's pretty bad. Yeah. 
apparently I was just reading the rest of this fact. So one of those other notebooks was Charlie's Angels, and Noah Centineo, Peter, uh-huh. was in the newest iteration of that. Ooh. I didn't I know they made that. a new iteration of that. That's pretty good. It just came out right before the pandemic, too, I think. Okay. But yeah. Uh, it's hard to find facts to make that more interesting. And I was like, yeah. I'm trying not to go like too, like, I was thinking of like doing something weird with the facts, but every time I do that, it makes it weird. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Mute key. Cute. That was. Meet cute. That's the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, meet cute. Okay. I'd never heard that word before. I haven't. So I was super confused. That brought up something about referencing the first movies a lot or something like that. Okay. No, it was more about like they kept doing these uh, montages of the first and second movie and they don't even bring up the good parts of them. Like the first movie or they don't bring up the old actors. Like the if the actor is in the third movie, they would put them in these montages. But if the actor was in the second only movie or only in the first movie, like the first boy and then the second boy, mm-hmm. then they're not putting them in the montage. And I thought, again, it's so frustrating. We talked about this in the second movie. I remember this is that uh, I think his name was Dylan or something, but the next door neighbor, like the lifelong friend next door neighbor. I think his name is Josh. Cause I know there's a one reference of him somewhere. I remember like, Oh yeah, I forgot about him. He wasn't very good. Yeah. But like he was so important in the first movie yeah. and then he's just like forgotten yeah. in the second and third. And you, Oh, that's my, sorry, I'm popping my desk. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was like the, my charger or... No, you're good. A can? Anyways, uh, what I was saying is so important, and then he's never brought up again, and then the montage reminded me of that. So, oh well. Same thing with uh, Jordan Fisher from movie two. Yeah, Jordan Fisher never brought up again. Um, I don't know what his, act, his character name is, but it's the actor's name. I don't know. Okay, let me look up Letterbox. We're not going to do box office. Uh, we're not going to do a uh, blank checks box office game because it's... The pandemic has pandemic. ruined all the I mean, there's probably one, and it's going to be The Croods and, like, something else like that, and probably, like, Judas and the Black Messiah. Those were the kind of the new... Was that actually released in theaters? They re- Yeah, they've been releasing them in theaters and on HBO Max oh, at yeah, the same huh. time. So. Which I watched, Judas and the Black Messiah. Watch it. It's really great. Looks good. Um, by the way, I think we're going to do... This is... Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. I'd really like to do that. Oh, yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, so that's... Oh, I uh, saw a, a trailer or something, a, something for that. It's great. Um, okay, to all the boys, always and forever. Let's see. This is the box office. Letterboxed. Letterboxed. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> okay. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh no! See now, there's a lot of blank air. Should have been looking for this earlier. I didn't have my phone. No, oh. that's what happened. So I'll have to edit this out. Oh, John Ambrose. That was the guy. Oh, that was the neighbor, John Ambrose. From the first movie? Uh, I think so. Oh, I thought his name was Josh. John Ambrose, yeah. Gosh, he wasn't very good. He was the worst part of that movie. Yeah, but he's a good actor. Like, I've seen him in good things. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Okay, sure, this one's fine. This is kind of a new movie, so there's not a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Three stars, liked it. 
uh, Giada is her name. G-I-A-D-A. Giada? G- sure. Giada? G- I'm butchering that. <laughs> she said, mentally, I'm on a... Uh, okay, mentally, I'm on a pink couch in a subway train. So... Good not, reference. Not very funny. I had one... Oh, spending Valentine's Day alone mad at Noah Centiano, as we all should. Because <laughs> <laughs> this movie came out on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Good Valentine's Day movie to come out, honestly. Yeah. Um, Smart move on their part. For sure. Well, any final thoughts, Carlton? Nope. Like I said, I... It's I'm fine. Fortunately, disappointed. Like, I'm disappointed this, for sure. It's disappointing series, but it's a fine. This one's fine. This yeah. is not as bad as the second one, but um, could have been better. She yeah. stayed in New York. Um, <laughs> the letter thing, man, that gave me chills. <laughs> uh, got anything to plug? Not right now. Nope. Uh, we're going to plug the idea of um, I'm going to plug that I'm cool and uh, Carlton's cool. Uh, my birthday's coming up, so go ahead and wish me a happy birthday, March 4th. That's my birthday, so I'm going to use my, my platform to promote that. <laughs> go ahead, I'll, uh, I'll send you my Venmo. You guys can send me money. <laughs> Actually, I'll just read it out loud. I'm okay with that. Um, it is... <laughs> is this Smart Carlton? I don't know. It's Venmo. At A-U-S-T-I-N dash... M-U-G-L-E-S-T-O-N. So Austin Muggleston, but with a dash in the middle. Yeah. That's my Venmo. Go ahead and send me some money for my birthday. <laughs> I'll buy board games with it. Yes, you should. Or movies. I haven't decided. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything to plug. Give us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Be the best you can be. Um, visit us at our social meds at Romcom Dudes. Email us at romcomdudes at gmail.com. <laughs> that was very infomercial. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Anything else? Did I missing something? I always feel like I'm missing something. Oh, there's that one girl who gave us a... Freaking Jen. Thanks, Jen. Three and a half stars. We love you. Always and forever. Oh. <laughs> Maybe if we thank her enough, she'll change her rating one day. Yeah, that's right. And as always... Elliot.